Welcome to the King Kelso Podcast. Here with your dose of the real, unapologetic, and mildly entertaining views of what's going on in the world today. You know, without the usual BS. But my friends, if you're easily offended by foul language, opinionated views, this ain't the place for you. quite a few people that I was going to share some stories, some very personal stories from my place of last employment. Now, when I tell you these stories, I don't want you to to get it, uh, to get to, to misunderstand what I'm telling you. These stories aren't about people that currently work at this place. These are previous employees, supervisors, and whatnot. So I don't think this is an indictment of the current staff there. Because the people that are currently there, I'm, I'm pretty fond of. So keep that in mind when I'm telling you these stories. Alright? I don't want to hear no bullshit later on about I'm talking about this person, that person. I'm not going to even call any names in most of these situations. But let me hit you off with the first one. The first one that... This story is the first time I realized that I was going to be in for a long ride. Okay? So, I made my first fatality fire. And... And this fire, the entire family was murdered. All right, I walked in through the garage. I see a man that was on his knees, slumped over, shot in the head, and bleeding out into like a kitty litter box. So, uh, so much blood came out that the kid later couldn't absorb it all. It was still overflowing. So you make that immediate left into the house, and you make an immediate right, and you look down and you see a love seat up against the wall. And on that love seat, you'll see the remains of adult female. Partially nude, Corona beer t shirt on, and she was burnt, still recognizable as a female. She was shot in the head. And the sofa of the love seat was the area of origin. Actually, her body was the area of origin for the fire. So, you go into second bedroom on the left down the hall and you see two juvenile females look to be approximately around the same age five or seven years old they're fully clothed 
but you can see them stretched out, like reaching towards the window. But the windows had burglar bars on them. So I'm not sure if they actually tried to get in the windows, I mean, get out the windows or not. But their bodies were stretched out like they were reaching towards the windows. You go down the hall, master bedrooms on the right, king size bed up against the, I think it's the southeast wall. Go around the bed. I look down on the floor. I see three, six month old baby on, on their back. I don't remember if it was a male or female. But you can see the the uh, bubbles when they're trying to breathe. You know, running around their mouth and their nose. And they were gray from the smoke. So two adults were shot execution style. The children died from smoke inhalation. And um, there was minimal fire damage to the house. Like I said, the, the female was the area of origin on that sofa. You know, we later found out that this guy raped her. And he killed the, the male in the garage because they robbed banks together. And he felt like uh, the guy was holding money from him. Right. And we, I think actually, later on, they found like fifty to $60,000 in the closet underneath the, uh, the baseboard. So that, that being my first fatality fire and seeing something tragic, man, I was really shook up. I was really shook up. <clears throat> but on the way inside, before I saw this madness, the supervisor at the time, the chief or investigator, he comes up to me while I'm putting my, my protective gear on. And he proceeds to tell me, man, it's really hot. I said, yeah, it is hot. I said, yeah, man, I'm hotter than a nigger on election day. And I looked at this guy and said, man, you, you can't say that. Well, no, it's true. I'm like, man, but you like the boss. I was just... I was surprised, you know, that he was so free with it. Like, that's something that he says all the time. And then to be so disrespectful to say it to me, like, like it's no big deal. I'm like, man, this is crazy. You know? So, after hearing that, before I knew all this stuff that I just told you, had taken place. I had to readjust myself. And then I had to go in and witness all the things I just described to you. You know, and that was probably one of the most difficult days of my life. 
not the racial part. That was just stupid. And that just gave me an idea of the, of the thought. I was in the wrong place. You know? I was definitely in the wrong place. For the supervisor to feel so comfortable that he thought he could just say, do whatever he wanted. Yeah. I felt like the guy, you know, the guy in a minister society, we test, oh, dude, you know, just fucked up, right? And that's exactly how I felt. I knew I just fucked up, you know, but I had responsibilities, you know, child, new house, married, and just had, uh, had a lot of responsibilities that wouldn't uh, allow me to, the time to leave this job and go find another one. It just, I, I just wasn't afforded that opportunity, you know, for a host of reasons, but I just couldn't do it. So I had to endure a lot of stuff for a lot of years, you know, because it was just, it was something that I had to do, man. I just, I had to earn, you know. I had to provide. But the conditions that I had to do that were extreme at times, you know. It was very extreme. In this particular incident, man, there's just so much I can say about the environment. But this particular incident was when I really, truly understood that things were going to be difficult for me here. It would be very difficult. You know, and that one incident, it changed me forever in a major way. You know, and for years, man, I just, uh, I battled. And I fought, I fought more with the people that were supposed to work with me than I did fighting with the criminals that I was trying to protect the citizens from. And to me, that was the most shameful part of it all, is that I was physically exhausted by fighting supervisors co-workers who did such underhanded things to try to sabotage my career. Now, not all of them. I had some allies as well. But by the time I made it to the streets, man, I was I was tired. You know? I was really tired. You know, but now that I, I reflect on it, Man, I survived a lot. I put up with a lot. Not because I didn't think I could go anywhere else or make money or have a better job or anything like that. All I knew it was that one, I wasn't going to let anybody run me off, chase me away. There was times that I felt like leaving. Maybe I should have. 
but I didn't. You know, my pride wouldn't allow me to leave. You know, not only being prideful, but I had, like I told you, man, I had a family to look after. You know, so I had to do it. There was no choice. So, I learned a lot about myself during that time. And now, when I reflect upon all the stuff that I've been through, I was a lot more resilient than I thought I was. I never viewed my actions as being strong by staying there. For years, I felt like I was weak because I stayed. You know, I felt like I didn't give myself a chance to have a better life because I stayed. You know, but now looking at it, I don't view it the same way. I view it the complete opposite. You know, I'm proud of what I did. I'm proud of how I did it. You know, I'm not as critical as my of myself as I once was. You know, so my whole point to this thing, man, is in life you're going to face some obstacles, some roadblocks. Some may be self-inflicted. Some may be external. But no matter what they are, man, you have to fight through it. You have to find a reason to keep going. You know, man, if you have a family you have to provide for, you have to stay motivated all the time. Nobody can motivate you. You have to do it yourself. You know, you have to understand that your family is dependent on you. No matter what the size, one kid, 20 kids, it doesn't make a difference. You know, if you're one of the pro- one of the providers or the provider of the family, you got to you got to stick it out. You got to work through it. You, know, you got to always keep your family in the best position as you possibly can. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just have to work, man. There's no time for poor me. Why I got to go through this? Why this have to happen to me? Nah, that can't be your, your, your train of thought. Because why not? Why shouldn't it happen to you? You know? People have been through less. You know, especially black people. have been through a lot. Excuse me, not less, but more, you know, much more, much more painful, much more overt racism, much more strenuous, dangerous, man, whatever word you could use to describe a fucked up situation, somebody else has been through one that's more messed up than yours, so... Keep that in mind when you want to give up. When you get, want to give up, how that's going to affect your family, you know, will it change whether they eat or not, or will it change the quality of food that they eat? To what degree will your family be impacted by your decision? So keep those things in mind, that's what I'm telling you. You know, and I'm expanding more on this story and how it, played out and how it really affected me.
but I just wanted to tell the story to you first. You know, just to give you an idea of what my 20 plus years were like. So, that's it. That's all I got for you right now. But, what I want for you, want for you, is nothing but the best. I want you to forgive quickly. Love hard. Live happy. And be at peace, man. So until next time. If you could, do me a favor. Go to Anchor. Make me your favorite show. On all the podcast platforms. Give me a little rating. Tell me whether you like it or not. Either way it go, I'm going to appreciate it. I'm going to get back to cranking things out on a regular basis. So look for something from me every Wednesday. Okay? I'm retired. I don't have a job. I'm like Tommy on Martin. So, y'all be good. I'll have Thanks for listening to the King Council Podcast. If you enjoyed yourself today, please leave us a five-star rating on iTunes so others can enjoy the show as well. Yeah.